Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Aligned Entrepreneur. I am coming at you guys today with Illuminate Intensive number four. And uh, this was a really important conversation today. And uh, the reason it resonated with me so much was that I've personally done a lot of work over this last year around what I was talking to this client about. Uh, her name is Amber. And the reason that I really wanted to have her on for one of these intensives is that she is someone who is pivoting her business right now. And she's had a full-time business as first a lash artist, um, which she still has clients in. And then with my help, um, I guess it was over a year ago now, almost two years ago, I helped her to actually launch a uh, sort of an online component of her business where she was coaching people in the lash world. She was really successful with that. Um, but as she has continued to evolve, she, you know, like so many of us, myself included, has wanted to have her business evolve as well. The things that were once in alignment for her just are not what she's really being called to. So Amber is someone who is uh, pivoting her niche in a big way. And with that pivot has come resistance where it wasn't before, you know, perhaps questioning herself, having some imposter syndrome there, um, and really just needing to discover the alignment that will lead to results that she had so effortlessly in the lash world. And so this was just a really great conversation because I talk all the time about, you know, choosing our niche and even choosing like our focus within our niche such that we're really able to access a way of being in our business where we really feel confident and are therefore able to be in alignment, to be in belief that people want our help to show up powerfully within that niche and within our message and just embody that energy of authority. And today with Amber, she was really... Um, just needing to essentially let go of the places in which she was introducing conditions and resistance within this new niche. So she is a femininity coach who helps women discover and harness their true inner power. And uh, I've worked with Amber now for a while in different capacities, and she truly is a powerhouse. She really is someone that is on a mission and is going to make it happen. And you know, today's conversation was just really one that I think will hit home for a lot of people, myself included, because it's just the ways in which we create conditions around, you know, as long as I am blank, as long as I'm feeling this way, as long as I'm, you know, making this amount of money or I'm, you know, a confident or I'm weighing this much, depending on what your industry is or what your niche is rather, then it will work. It gets to work when I am blank. And for me, this last year has really been about letting go of all of those conditions so that it gets to work no matter what. There is no requirements on my success that I need to meet in order to let myself believe that I am worthy of the success that I want, that I'm able to help clients. And already this year, this has really been a game changer for me. And so to be working through this with Amber in this episode, I think is really, really powerful. And I just implore you guys to look at, you know, where are you creating conditions around your success that say, I need to be blank so that I can blank, so that I can make money, so that I can be a, a desirable to the clients that I want to work with, so that, so that, so that. <laughs> um, so this really is a conversation today of 
self-acceptance, which I think, oh my gosh, that's the whole freaking journey. Uh, and I wanted to remind you guys that there are still a few spots available in my mastermind. I've been loving getting on calls with people. I'm so excited to work with those of you who are already in free and, uh, the doors will close next Friday. Um, I think it's the 21st and we'll be starting together officially the Monday after that, I believe it's the 24th. So this is going to be three months of me getting on one-on-one calls, uh, one -on -one calls and group calls with you. It's a lot of support. It's lifetime access to my entire business curriculum so that we can really customize whatever it is that you need. Right now, I have people in the mastermind who are already doing well over multiple six figures. I also have people that are brand new to their business. And, you know, it's going to be about really implementing strategies and, um, building out the foundation of their business. Uh, it just, it really doesn't matter where you're at. If you're wanting to get to that next level of freedom and alignment and spaciousness and income in your business, that's what this mastermind is for. So I'm going to link that down below as usual. Without further ado, here is my Illuminate Intensive with Amber Young. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for modern entrepreneurs and business owners who know deep down that there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality I desired, I went from nine to five teacher to six figure online business owner in less than two years. And if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe you can become, create and achieve anything you desire. And it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hi, Amber. Good morning. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too. I can't wait to chat with you. And uh, I love that you're just someone that keeps on existing in my business. <laughs> Makes me so happy. Good. I try. I'm like, I honestly, I think I told you before, I'm going to be like your number one fan stalker <laughs> for a little while because... <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it, <laughs> but it's been really fun to see, you know, how things have evolved for you. And so maybe to give our, um, audience just a, a little bit of a background, you found me as a lash artist and how have things sort of progressed since then? Um, well, I joined, um, I joined one of your groups, lash boss tribe. That's yeah. that, you, that you gave away, gave away. Yeah whatever. I, um, I, yeah. I transferred it to someone yeah, else. Yeah. You transitioned. I randomly, I think, oh, I booked a call with you. That's what it was. I booked a call with you, um, about what I wanted my business to look like. And I think at that point I wanted to be like the celebrity lash artist and wanted, <laughs> um, and, uh, wanted to scale my business that way. And then it ended up that I had, I suddenly had this idea, I guess, of building a program. And I've reached out to you and we ended up launching a program together for lashes. So, and since then, um, I, you know, I, 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 I ended up scaling it and um, building a, a bunch of more, a bunch more online programs and, um, and doing pretty well in the, in the lash sector, in the lash coaching sector. And then I lost interest, I guess, not lost interest, more like, 
I felt I felt like my life was going to be start it was going to start pivoting in a different direction and it just wasn't fueling my fire anymore and and then I started doing a lot of mindset work and and self self-care work self-love work and um practicing uh, like practicing daily habits on how to become a better version of myself I didn't know what I wanted it to be but I wrote down something about helping women discover themselves um as a woman and I and now I'm calling it my femininity like my femininity sector but um and this was like years ago so when I kept thinking about this and so now I'm because of all the work that I've done and all the and all of the realizations and epiphanies that I've had I've really come to it's really come to the realization that this is what I want to do I want to help women become the best versions of themselves um step into their feminine their feminine energy whatever that is because there's no you know there's no set standard um and just help them kind of grow as as a queen and i'm working working on it <laughs> so it's yeah. been a it's been a big pivot it's been a big pivot yeah. yeah so i mean you as you're evolving your business is as well right yeah <clears throat> and so what you used to do might not feel aligned for you because you're just, you're meant to always be reaching for more. And I think a lot of the time we box ourselves in thinking that if we've had success in one thing that we have to stay there and it's, it's just not true. And the other thing in my experience is that like, for me, I had the whole lash sector of my business that did really well, but it actually had sort of slowed down, um, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't like super excited about it anymore. So even if we think we can stay in it out of like safety and security and logic, even that isn't enough. It's like the universe is going to push you into what you're actually here for. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened to me with all of my, my bundles. Like I remember, I remember building this volume bundle. I still do lashes. Like I still physically do lashes, but, um, the coaching aspect of it and the teaching aspect, I I fell out of, um, and I, it was really, what really, when it really became apparent was when I built this volume program and the first time I launched it, um, I, it was a very, I should have, I should have been selling it for more, but I, I sold it as like a lower ticket item. I sold it for $97 and I made 10 grand in like five days just off this, this program. And I was super excited about it. And then when I started like going down the road and starting to try, like starting to realize that this wasn't really for me. And like, I didn't feel like I, you know, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I tried launching that program again at the same price and I made $400 off of it. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should lower it. And so I lowered the price and then I sold nothing. So it was kind of like, that was kind of the big realization that like, I was so excited about that program when I built it and when I launched it. And then now it was just kind of like, well, I need some, I need some quick cash. Let's see if I can make some more. And it made me nothing. So it was, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it was very. this This is the power of embodying what you're putting out there, right? Yeah. That's the difference when you're like, really, really, I, I <clears throat> launched, um, my program launch magic back in November or October maybe. And, uh, I love that program and it's been really successful for me, but that was the smallest launch of it. I think I've done because it, at the time I was like already thinking about the thing I wanted to do the next month. And mm-hmm. even though it like is such a slam dunk of a idea and it makes so much logical sense. It doesn't matter if I'm not embodying the thing that I'm talking to other people about. So I think for you, like the reason I wanted to have you on in one of these intensives is that you've had a lot of success. You've been an entrepreneur full-time 
for quite a long time. Um, and you've even had success in the online space. And now you're creating this pivot and coming up against things that you need to work through and move past. And there's resistance in this niche that there wasn't for you in the lash niche. Well, it came so easily in the lash niche. I, you know, like I, I definitely took to doing lashes physically very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. I, and then, and then I wanted to learn everything there was about, you know, everything there was about my glue and everything there was about retention and all that stuff. And I really, really wanted to uh, expand my knowledge. And so I did, and then I started teaching. And so it just came very easily to me. Um, but I think the difference between this program, the one that I'm building and, or the, the business that I'm building and the one that I'm building with my lashes is that the lashes was definitely something more it was separate from me. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it was, it 100%. was hundred percent. Yeah. It was, it was something that I could do and, but it didn't have to do, it didn't depend on, on how I felt about myself physically. It didn't have, or how I felt about myself as a person or as a mother. It was just something that I could do that I was very proud of. And that I knew that I could do talent wise. Whereas this one, this program has everything to do with how I feel about myself as a person, as a woman, as a, as a human being in life. And like, and very, has very much to do with how, like how confident I feel taking on, you know, the world and who I am and how I take care of myself and stuff like that. Cause I mean, with lashes, girls could come, I could pump out a a lash program in wearing a bun and and a a hoodie and yoga pants. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have to feel my best that day, as long as I knew that the, 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 the skills and the knowledge that were in that program were something, was something that I was confident in. It had nothing to do with me as a human. So that's the big difference that I think I'm kind of having. It's like an existential crisis. I'm not really sure what to do about it. Well, it's so perfect because it's a huge part of what I personally transformed for myself over the last year, which is the exact same thing. It was like with lashes, it was so easy because it didn't matter. Like no matter what, people wanted lashes. It had nothing to do with how I felt or, you know, where I was at. And then in my coaching business, it became for me about, yeah, how I felt, how I was doing, you know, the power from which I was showing up. But here's what I want to say to you. It took me a whole year to figure this out and it's very freeing. And I think this is where our conversation needs to go today. What you said about like, now this business and this, this niche has everything to do with me. I'm going to tell you that that's a condition that you've created in your head. And it's not actually true. And the reason that I say that is because we tend to make our businesses about us, especially when it's a personal brand, which this is, you are the face of the brand. And I'm not saying like, you know, nobody cares about like, of course your transformation is going to be the thing that people look to, but that's still a focus on people are buying me rather than people are investing in their own transformation, which I know how to help them with. Right. So I actually had this realization around lashes last week. I shared it with a couple of clients, which was like the service of doing lashes or even delivering a program around lashes. It didn't, it doesn't matter how I feel people want that service. Yes. Right. Like they're like, yeah, I don't like, I don't care if you, they have, they don't care at all, but what I look like or how I'm feeling, it's not like, well, I was going to get my lashes done, but Lauren's low vibe today. So I'm not going to book in with her. (laughs) Like that just isn't how that would work. Yeah. The same is true about our coaching businesses, except that we don't see it that way. So just because you might be low vibe, does that mean that there, that women don't need the service 
that's going to help them step into their power and help them feel confident? No, I think what I, I think what I'm battling with is I want to, I want to present this information as authentically and genuinely as I can. And I feel like if I can't embody you know, if I can't walk the walk about what I'm talking about, I, I feel like that it, that doesn't come across as authentic. And I oh, like, I feel like that's kind of a, uh, I don't even know what to like, it's just, it's a, it's a challenge I'm facing because, you know, like I, I, I used to, I used to work out all the time and I used to model and I'm, you know, I've been published in magazines and I feel like if I can't embody, like if I can't embody that same confidence, um, that I, that I used to, and obviously I'm not going to stop doing that. I'm just, you know, I'm in a rut currently, but I feel like if I can't embody that type of confidence and that type of like, I'm going to fucking do it attitude, um, then I can't present the information that I am putting in my program authentically. I'm not going to be able to come across as authentic. Um, and I feel like that's kind of a cross that I'm bearing currently. But is there anything that's more authentic than you being in your self-value, your self-worth, your self-trust and your self-acceptance, regardless of how you feel on any given day? Because you don't want to create that condition, not only for yourself, but for other people, which essentially says, if I don't feel X, then I'm not worthy or capable of helping people with Y. And it's the equivalent of me saying, if I don't, if I had a month or two months or three months where I didn't make any money or I didn't make very much money, I have no right in telling people or helping people with their business. Would you, and I want to actually know from you, if I said, Amber, I didn't make any money last month, would you be like, what am I even doing on this call right now? No, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, that it makes total sense. Um, I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I get it. I get the, what I want you to set yourself free of this. And this is something you're going to have to lean into because if we build basically what it's, it is, it's very synchronistic of my business, which was like, I built a business that I felt confident in because of external circumstances I'd been able to manifest. Right. And sometimes, um, a way of, well, always a way of being because of those circumstances. So it was like, I'm not enough just as I am. This is what was underneath it, but I didn't know at the time. I'm not enough just as I am, just as I am in all stages, in every energy, at every, you know, every version of Lauren is worthy and capable of helping people. I didn't, I've, I've worked my way to that now and it's freeing because it means that my alignment and my belief in myself as a coach is unconditional. What I did was go, I don't think I'm enough, but my results are enough. My car that I drive is enough the apartment I live in is enough. How I present on Instagram is enough. And that's the thing that people are buying. And because I created that condition in my head, I had a dip in income in 2021. That's the reason because I had made certain circumstances be the reason that I allowed myself to be in alignment with what I wanted and thus have it manifest. And that is something we want to remove now, because not only you said you're in a rut and it's that condition that you're, that you're creating, but also as you move forward and your business expands in you, because you've created that condition in your mind, you're going to have to uphold a certain way of being, which we don't, we want it to be completely unconditional for you. So, and I know, like, I know, as I'm saying this, there's like a, yeah, but, and you probably also have all of this evidence that says when I feel this way and when I'm in my power, that's ultimately what it is. People 
respond, right? I get signups, I get clients, things work. But the thing is, is that all we want to do is change your source of power so that it's not Amber, who's all put together all the time. It's not, you know, you feeling confident in yourself. It's just Amber. Like you are your source of power and your ability to help other women are your source of power. It's also the equivalent of a lot of clients that are like health coaches and they have a condition that says they have to maintain a certain level of weight. Yeah. And if they gain 10 pounds, then their business weight slows down. And I'm saying, let's remove that condition because it's completely unrealistic for us to expect ourselves to be this superhuman version of ourselves all the time. And it's not, it doesn't actually make a big, uh, make a difference with your clients, unless you tell yourself that it does what's coming up for you as I'm saying this. Um, that, that you're, that you're right. Um, I'm having like flashbacks of when I did when I was really successful, uh, doing my lash, my lash coaching, everything, and I know you, and I've, I've heard you talk about this before is that like when you focus on one level and you air, uh, like you level up in one area, kind of everything else kind of follows suit. Yeah. And that's basically what's, what happened to me when I was doing really well in my coaching business, or my lash coaching, everything else, like physically, mentally, I was a lot more happy. I was a lot more confident and I, and I, and, um, everything just kind of leveled up. I was publishing two magazines that year, like that had nothing to do with lashes, but it was just, you know, an accomplishment of mine and everything kind of leveled up. Um, and so I, and so I'm, when it comes to like my femininity business, I think what I'm coming up against is, that I'm starting from scratch. I think it's like, I don't, I don't have the audience. I don't have the, I don't, I, I don't have the build. I don't have the reach. It's not the same. I'm losing followers on Instagram because I'm not doing lashes anymore. You know, like that sort of thing. It's almost like, I feel like I'm, I'm starting with scratch. So it's almost like this, this subcon, well, the subconscious idea that I need to be, I need to position myself as the expert right now that I know all the things that I'm, you know, like I, that I, that I'm already doing this and I'm already helping people that I'm already, that I'm, which I, which sucks too, because like, I have, I have a, <laughs> I already have done so much mindset work that as soon as I said that my, something popped in my head and says, but you do like you, you've had girls reach out to you. You've had people tell you that you, that you are in, inspiration. I'm having lunch with a girl on Thursday, um, who has been like a huge fan of mine. She follows everything that I do like a, a, about femininity, not nothing about lashes, but she's super excited about, um, um, meeting me and like talking about femininity stuff. And I'm just like, so that I, I it's almost like a war going on because yeah. <laughs> and I don't, and it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want to be the person that like, you know, fakes it until they make it until they make it because I feel like that's putting on an act and I want to, I want to be, um, you know, I want to be the genuine person. And I know that genuine, uh, like being a genuine human means uh, like having, having your downs as well as your ups and, and, and showing your vulnerability and working through all of those things, um, as well as your clients and being, you know, only being two steps ahead so you can keep pulling, you know, I, I like, I, I know that all consciously, subconsciously. Well, I'll tell you what is missing. Mm -hmm. What you had in the lash world and in, in that niche that you're not you don't currently have, and it's, a, it's totally fine, but that you don't currently have in the femininity niche is self-acceptance. Like, and I mean, unconditional self-acceptance because in 
doing lashes, you said it yourself. It didn't matter how I was feeling. It didn't matter how, what I was wearing or how high vibe I was or anything you were embodied with. I'm really good at what I do. And it has nothing to do with, with, you know, which version of Amber I am today. You're not allowing yourself to have that in the femininity niche because you have rules that say, I'm only good enough to do this. If I look this way, if I fit into these clothes, if I show up, I'm making things up, but if I, if I show up in these ways, if I really feel embodied in confidence, but part of confidence is accepting yourself when you don't feel confident. Yeah. And we don't actually want to teach women that, you know, yeah, embrace your femininity, but then when you, when it slips a little bit because you're having a down day or we're in Canada for the third year of a freaking pandemic and like, you know, life is hard. Well then like, we need to get back to where we were before because that version of us is the one that creates the results. Like I've kind of said it this year, there's two versions of me and I like both of them equally, but only one of them is like CEO low, just like killing it out there, you know, no problem. The other is like introvert artist low who, you know, wants to not be on Instagram and blah, 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 blah. And I, I identify with both of those people, but only one of them was I allowing to believe was worthy of success. And that's what the same thing for you. Right. So do you want to tell me who those two versions of you are? Right. We know that there's queen Amber and then who else is there? Um, well, queen Amber is definitely the person that has, no filter feels like she can get whatever whatever she wants when she sets her mind on it doesn't give a flying fuck when anybody else says or thinks um I always I like to say this too that when I whenever I'm whenever I'm modeling and whenever I'm dressed up and I'm in front of the camera that's like my version of drag like it's my it's I become (laughs) whole other persona I'm like yeah so there's that there's that Amber there's the well and then she also like you know just empowers like I love I love other women I love empowering them I love seeing them succeed I love I love being like the the women woman's empowerment advocate for everything that I see on social media and like and my friends and all of this and then there's the and then and that version really likes being on Instagram and like posting stories and stuff like that and um and then there's the version of me that's like just like wants to be a mom, wants to be comfy, wants to be, um, doesn't care about Instagram, wants to eat all of the chocolate cake and all of the cookies and wants to, you know, watch Disney movies or, and binge watch Netflix and stuff like that. Like there's, there's that version of me that I feel like what's popping into my head right now is I embody that version of me a hell of a lot more than I embody queen version of me. Um, and I don't know why, to be honest. Um, and I have, I have a girlfriend that always says, well, get up, get ready and put on makeup in the morning. I don't fucking want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be ready every day. I don't want to, you know, like I don't, I, I definitely want to have some sort of balance between the two. I don't want to be, I don't know, like, I don't know. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's the second version of me is just somebody who likes to, I like, I, there are days I like being lazy. I like not yeah. doing anything. I like just having sleepovers with my kids and drawing and coloring and or 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 throwing them on their ipad and just like saying don't talk to me i don't want to deal with you like you know that sort of thing like i'm just i want to be or i that's the version of me that and that's the version of me that like that most people get even my lash clients like that's the i'm you know like even right now like i i may look good up a top but i'm wearing slippers currently and like and (laughs) 
wet pants and and hanging around and uh, hanging around my house and yeah <laughs> it would be exhausting to try and only be the first version of you anyways right the thing is the consistency goes down because you're being so hard on yourself and you're you're shooting who you need to be and how you need to show up and from your your from the place of being able to help other women why what insights do you have you know what sets you apart or what makes you really someone who like obviously talking to other women about discovering their power and femininity that's something that has like come through you like it's really what you feel drawn towards and it is who you are why what about like tell me a couple of reasons why you're really able to help you believe you're able to help women in that niche because I've done the work myself Mm -hmm. obviously I'm not going to be this I hate the word like become uh, the phrase be comfortable in your own skin I hate it because nobody is comfortable in their own skin. And I feel like being comfortable in your own skin means you just have to accept things the way they are. There's no room for improvement there. You can just like, that's just the, it is what it is. And that's what you're stuck with. And like, and I feel like a lot of people are unhappy when they're in that, that position because there always is room for improvement. There's always, there's always the, 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 the room to be better than who you were yesterday. And I feel like that that's the whole point is getting to a place where you are constantly striving not for, for perfection, but for, for just being a better version of yourself constant, like all the, all the time. Like, I mean, and, but accepting yourself, like there's like that balance of accepting yourself where you are now and how far you've come and celebrating who you are, um, and your wins and your mindset, but then always saying like, well, what, how can I improve tomorrow? How, what, what's the 1% I can, I can do, you know, that's accepting is not settling. Accepting yeah. is focusing on what you like understanding that you get more of what you focus on. So if you're in acceptance, but who you are, the kinds of thoughts that would come from that place of acceptance are, you know, I celebrate myself and I celebrate my wins and I'm proud of where I am and where I've gotten and, you know, on and on. And that's the thing that's going to grow. Whereas if we're picking ourselves apart and looking at the things that we feel need to change, then that's what we're focused on. And we're looking in the mirror and, you know, so the reason that I asked that initial question of like, you know, what really makes you incredible at what you do is there's no answer you could give me that is something, you know, or an experience you have that doesn't exist when you're in that second version of Amber. It's not like you just lose your insights and your knowledge and your ability as a coach, you only lose the part of you who believes she can be really good at those things. It's still all there, right? Like me lying on the couch because I don't feel like being visible on Instagram still knows how to help someone build a business. It's not like I lose that. What I might lose or question temporarily is my ability to be desirable to other people or whatever, like, or used to be. Yeah. So Yeah. So it's like, I I hear all of what you're saying. And I, I think that no matter what you're always, we're always going to be evolving and you're not someone that's ever going to settle with where you're at, but where this stuckness is coming from and the resistance that's here, that's, you know, making it hard to show up consistently perhaps, or, you know, having you question things and focus on the Instagram followers that are leaving. Cause I guarantee that when you had your lash business, you weren't even paying attention to that. Not really. No, no, you didn't care. You're like, whatever they can go. There's more. Cause I'm amazing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? I've gotten to that point now. Like I, I I'm, 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 
I'm a, there's a battle. There is a battle because uh, like on the one hand, like I like on the one hand, I I do accept where I'm. I'm very proud of where I, where I've I've come. Or blah, 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 blah. I'm very proud of how far I've come. I'm very proud of the accomplishments that I've done, and I'm very proud of who I am as a person. Um, and I do have more often than not, I do have a better mindset. I do. I am able to catch the narrative. I am able to turn it around and switch it. Um, I mean, like even like even a year ago, I would have been worried about like you know, weights and where, like where I was physically and not working out. And even like now, yeah, I'm worried about it, but I'm not, it's not like, I'm, it's not like I'm dying. I'm not killing, I'm not killing myself trying to get back to, you know, like I, I definitely am, I definitely have a better mindset more often than not, but I still have those, uh, those thoughts in the back of my mind. It's almost like, I feel like I'm going through a tug of war right now, like trying to figure out trying to figure out like how to be how to be comfortable with where I not comfortable I hate that word how to be uh accepted in my current reality how to move forward and how to use my past experience to help other people but still having those worries and fears saying like I am completely pivoting my business I am completely cutting off from I've like from lashes I have I am literally starting from scratch who are these people to listen to me because I haven't, you know, I still haven't done it. I'm still not pushing, you know, like I'm still battling with that kind of narrative. And I'm, I've, I've journaled about it. I've worked on it. I'm like, I have like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still. There's something you're really like wanting to hold on to. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is though. It's, it's an inner narrative that says, where I'm at right now is not who I need to be to have this business work. Sometimes you get back to a place of power or more than sometimes, but you're back in your place of power and you probably start believing that everything's going to work. And you're maybe attributing that to things that are, you know, I felt really good today and I worked out and whatever. And, you know, all those things can be tools, but we want there to not be a reason for you to believe that you're worthy of people's time and money, right? So just for a moment, I want you to let go of anything to do with you, right? Because people don't, I know it seems like we're, we're paying attention to the coach on the other side of the messaging. We're watching their Instagram. In reality, the thing that's drawing, like you didn't, you didn't, you've never signed up to work with me on something like perhaps like you're sorry, let me say that again. You didn't sign up to work with me just because you wanted to be friends. <laughs> you signed <laughs> up to work with me because you, uh, you know, you resonated with my message, but mostly I represented something that you desired for yourself. Right. Yes. And you believed that I could help you get there. Yes. So take yourself out of it for a second altogether. I don't care. You know, you could be 50 pounds heavier than you are right now. You could be, it doesn't like really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Are you able to help women just by being Amber, just by knowing what you know? Yes, I have. I mean, I, I think I've, I have the, the right tools. So, okay. What just popped into my head as you were saying that is, is, Tony Robbins. I've, I think I've said to you this before. I want to be, I want to be the Tony Robbins yeah. of 
community world, or I think they put that on my application or whatever. But like, I, what popped in my head is he's not, he's not a perfect human being. He is not, he, he says all the time, I am just a, I'm just a tool. I'm just a conduit for this information. I, it's how I present it. It's how he's, even when he got started, he, uh, he never, he wasn't the expert. He read a bunch of books and then wanted to talk about it when, and deliver the message that somebody else did. So he's just the messenger. He's just the tool. He's just, you know, and that's how he's, he's never, he's never taken, I mean, obviously like, yeah, he's, he's always working on himself and he always, he's always a message of love, but he's the tool. And I feel like that's kind of, that's what I need to. Yeah. So if you're being the messenger, in other words, the universe wants to create through you. It wants to do good through you. It wants to help other women, you know, really love themselves through you. Does that have anything to do with you? No. It has everything to do with them. And I know that, and I know that this is a service to them and I, I need to be more focused on the service rather than who I am being. Um, well, this is the process. Don't make yourself wrong of like, cause even the, I need to, and I should be, and yeah. I right. Is like, no, it's all perfect. It's all like, cause I went through again, the exact same transformation and I'm feeling like more confident and, and centered in my business than ever. And the way that I did that was take out any story I had about where I am or where I should be. And instead be like, I have this set of skills that other people are, and I believe in that set of skills. And I also believe that I am like a channel exactly as you said for other people, cause I really intend for that. And mm -hmm. none of that has anything to do with how much money I made last month, or in your case, you know, the level of confidence that you're feeling on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm just saying, start drawing your confidence from just your ability to help people rather than from how you've like, it's like, I, I really understand, you know, having a powerful photo shoot and putting those, like you allow yeah. those things to be the reason for your alignment. And then what happens? Cause this is okay. This is how it happens. You have something favorable manifest in your external reality. You're feeling really good. Maybe you've had yeah. a good month. You had, you, you said it, you had, um, you know, things blow up in your online lash business and everything else started improving. And what that did was have you up level who you were being, how you felt about yourself. And in that energy, things worked. People came in, you know, money was flowing, all that kind of stuff. Then your ego's desire to make sense of it looked at, okay, what was that about? How did I create that? And you go, oh, well, I was feeling really, really confident. I was fitting into those jeans or I was, I had that photo shoot and I felt freaking bomb. In reality, it's not any of those reasons that people wanted to work with you. It was your own alignment and you were just finding something to source it from. That's all. So what I'm saying is we can still source that same way of being that will have things work for you at a whole new level, but I don't actually want it to be anything external or even a certain way of feeling for you because all of those things can be taken away. So if we build a business based on things going a certain way, like I used to allow myself to feel confident because I was making a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. But the problem with that is that it's not stable. And then my, my ability to keep growing becomes unstable. Whereas if I build my belief in myself based on how I'm able to help other people, that's nothing can ever take that away from me. Right. I can't lose my skills that I have. I can't lose the experiences that I have. I can't, I can't lose my ability to help other people unless I have conditions around it. So how, like, 
you know, I just, I, I'm in the, and this is like a, it's a transition because it's going to be something that you lean into. And what it's going to require of you is that like full self-acceptance where you feel just as much like a queen when you're in your sweatpants for the fourth day in a row, lying on a couch and eating all the chocolate cake. And you're like, I'm still a freaking badass. Yeah, that's what we want. Right. And imagine how freeing that would be in your business, because there would be nothing that you needed to be in order to have things work. I feel like I am on the right path to getting to that I point. Agree. I feel like I'm getting to that point. Um, I'm very, I'm very action-based. Like, even as you were saying, I'm like, but what can I do to get there? Like in my head, I'm going like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? But like, tell me how to get there. You know, like it wasn't any, it was like, what, like, do you have a workbook? Can I work on this? Like <laughs> I need to read, you know, like it wasn't it, it, that's what was going through my head because it's always like, and I know that we're, we're in a world right now of like quick fixes and that's still, still kind of ingrained in, in me. So like, as I, as you were talking, it was just like, well, do I need to journal? What should I write down? Like what tasks? <laughs> and I want to be able to get there, like, you know, and then, and then, you know, my, my catching the narrative, which is like, calm the F down. <laughs> Cause there's nothing. I feel like, I, I feel like the more I work on my program and our, on, and I, the more I research things and the more knowledgeable I get and the more, and the more training I get, the more things that I implement into my own life. I feel like I am getting to the point where I'm, you know, I'm amazing. And my, and, and, um, one thing that I wanted to ask you though, um, is not ask you, I wanted your insight, I guess, is because one of the features that I'm actually really scared about talking about, and this is, I feel like this is going to be later down in the road when I do my flagship program, but something I'm really scared about talking about is, is sensuality, because it is such a, a, a touchy subject when it comes to being feminine and being a woman, because I feel like, I still feel like nowadays everybody's like, well, in order to be feminine and own your power, you have to be classy and powerful. And, and I'm, I'm of the mind uh, that, you know, fuck that. I, do, I, I like feeling sexy. I like feeling good. And I feel like how, and I feel like that might be something else that's kind of holding me back a little bit is talking about that kind of, that kind of content, because I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know how to. Well, I wouldn't um, worry too much about it until you're there. Like I wouldn't force yourself into that content until it feels quite clear to you what you're supposed to say. And then I would just trust that rather than like strategizing sensuality because sensuality yeah. is like, an, like a feeling, right? And yeah. so we don't want to logic our way into talking about it until you actually feel quite confident in it. So I would lean into sharing whatever is embodied for you right now, which is actually self-acceptance, <laughs> Yes, me. Um, which, you know, and this is like, I was, I've, been, I've said to you before, like, you know, you're called into this transformation for yourself and your, in your own journey, because you're meant to help other women with it. And that's why that tug of war is happening. It's like, you're navigating it. You're learning. You can only learn through your own experience. And I'll also say that I know that you're new to this portion of your business. So, uh, you know, like these are all things that are growing. And I think the self-acceptance, you're right. You are on the way there in terms of how we do it. We just practice thoughts that are in alignment with it. So when you catch yourself, you know, being, well, it's kind of two things when you catch yourself being hard on yourself for where you are wishing that you felt differently today or shooting yourself, you look at it 
if there's a, a lot of emotion behind it, you sort of like create a safe space for that emotion. Cause that's like essentially your inner child, right. Wanting to, wanting to be accepted for all of who she is. And so you do that. And then you, you practice, there's a book by, um, Byron Katie, it's called loving what is, and, um, there's just a really simple, uh, like thought that she proposes all the way through it, which is, well, there's like a series of four questions. I think it is, but one of them is who would I be without this thought? So if it's, I need to show up in these ways, I need to feel this way because I'm a femininity coach. Who would I be without that thought? And just kind of ponder that for a moment. And I know it's like very conceptual and we want to be like, well, I'll do that workbook. And then, but just know that like, you're aware of this now and you're setting intentions and you are being called towards it. And it's inevitable that you get to that place within you and sooner rather than later as well. Um, but I think one of the things you could also do is to let yourself be seen. And I know that you do do this, but even more so to let yourself be seen even at the times when you don't feel the way that you think you need to feel, because is it kind of for you right now? Like, or has it been when you are feeling like that former version of not former, but the version of you that you were say a year ago, um, that's when you're really showing up and you're in all the places. And then you drift away from her for a little while because of life. And you kind of just retreat altogether. Yes. 100%. Right. Yeah. Right. So definitely put external, like external or value on external things. Like you were saying, like, you know, how I feel like a queen, like I, I, you know, I feel, I feel weird without nails on. I feel weird without lashes on. I, you know, like I take out my hair extensions and I don't feel as glamorous, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm, those are things that I'm definitely working on. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like I definitely fl float away from her and then not, and then I don't right. do anything. So I think that what you'll find, well, I, I know that what you'll find actually answer this for me. Why you've hired me quite a number of times and worked with me before. Why? I, I like your vibe. I, I like, I resonate with, uh, with the things that you're saying. And I feel like you're very, and I've, and I've said this to you before. I think you're one, one of the most genuine, you're not polished and perfect all the time, but you, but you still I don't know. Like, it's just the message that you have. I've always resonated with the message that you have because it's never, it's, it feels, it feels like you, you care about the, what I'm going to get out of your message rather than how you deliver your message or who were right. the results that you're going to get by delivering that message. I feel. So the reason I asked that question and you said, you know, it's not always polished and perfect. Don't you like, is your experience that you resonate with people that you can relate to, or that you at least really feel like you can get to know, like there's a trust there, right? Yeah. And yeah. that trust wouldn't be there if I probably had it all figured out all the time and was making a million dollars and making it look easy. So I don't, it's, it's, I don't, cause I don't care. Like, I mean, I honestly don't, you could be making a million, like, it's like, it's like I'm drawn to you as a human being, as a person. And like, it's the same with, yes. yeah. And I follow, I follow lots of people on Instagram who look like they have it figured out. And, and then, but it's those moments of vulnerability. Um, I feel like there's one girl that I follow. She looks like a princess. She looks polished and, and, and perfect all the friggin' time. But then she talks about, you know, like, even though she looks that way, she talks about her struggles. She talks about her journey. And I've talked to her a couple of times and I, love and trust her. I think she's a very genuine human being as well. So 
Yeah. <laughs> so you got there, which is where I was wanting you to get, which is that you're connecting with people who you actually feel like you genuinely have a sense of who they are. Yes. Yeah. Right. And would you say that if you're only letting yourself show up when you feel like a certain version of Amber, that people can really get a sense of who you are, like all of who you are? No. Right. And no. do you also think that the majority of women want to feel like their queen self all the time, you know, be put together all the time? Or do you think most of us also want to lay on the couch and eat chocolate cake? Yes. It's exhausting being, uh, being high class and glamorous all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, no, especially during the pan. Like I can't even put real pants on for more than two hours. <laughs> just right? Yoga pants. So yeah, exactly. So I'm saying all this because you're actually, your, your access to everything you want is not in your ability to only be Amber number one or Amber a yeah. the majority of the time it's in viewing every version of you through the lens that you view that first version of you that you told me, which is like, she's a badass, she's queen. She knows what she's doing. She feels powerful. She's making things happen. What would you have to let go of? Or what might it be like for you? How freeing would it be to view the version of you lying on the couch eating chocolate? I just love it. Cause it's like, so like, yeah, right there with you. It's a legit well, thing. <laughs> to view her through that same lens. Imagine you could lie on the couch and be like, man, I'm a, I'm a queen. I think it, well, yeah, I, I feel like it would be very, very freeing. Mm. Very freeing. I don't know. I, and again, like what's going through my head is like, okay, but how do I do that? How do I get there? You know what I mean? Like, and you practice that feeling when you're in those moments and you let go of the thoughts that say that version of you is not enough for whatever reason, because I really don't think that femininity is about, you know, how, I mean, it, it's a lot of things, but femininity is like accepting our, like our, yeah, accepting ourselves fully and really show it's an energy, right? Yeah. And when I talk about like harnessing your power, it doesn't mean right. harnessing power and suddenly becoming royalty sitting on a, a throne and like commanding people it's like I feel like it's more you know harnessing that power to have access to it when you need it when when you need it and not because femininity is so personal it's a personal brand um yeah and so being able to really define who like who you are at all times in and out in and out of, of every version well that just and happened <laughs> well, and so I know you've been having, I've heard you say remnants of this conversation for the last few months, which is, and you said it in your, um, in your application, like not uh, fear of not being good enough of yep. not getting to where you want to get. You've talked to me about imposter syndrome. All of that is a lack of self-acceptance and a rule that you're playing within that says, I can only, if I want success, the only version of me who's worthy of it is this one. And since I can't maintain that and I don't even want to, I'm worried about my success and I'm worried that I'm an imposter. The real imposter is someone who, you know, puts on, not, not that you've ever put on a front because they're both, both versions are completely authentic, but to it's inauthentic to try and only be that version of you, which here's the ironic part. When you let go of 
all the conditions, you will naturally be that version of you because it is who you are, right? Yeah. The Queen Amber, it's only that you're finding external reasons and sometimes emotions as well. And then saying, oh, I'm not Queen Amber today because I feel blank or I'm wearing sweatpants and I didn't do my hair. In reality, you're always Queen Amber. You're always worthy of the clients. You're always capable of helping people completely change their lives. And some days you wake up and you want to put yourself together and strut your stuff and feel amazing. And other days you want to empower women to love themselves just as much because they laid on the couch all day and they ate the whole thing of ice cream and they deserve to feel like total badasses, no matter what. Yes. That's, right? that's literally what I want to do with, our, with my business for sure. And I'm getting to that point where I'm, I'm stripping myself of the guilt and not worrying about it and not worrying about, well, I didn't work out today. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, and I just gave myself an entire to-do list of things that I, that I should be doing. See, should that I, <laughs> that's doing. okay that I love doing daily that I haven't because I feel like there's other things that I need to be focusing on rather what than if, what if you could let that go? Like, what if you could let it all go? And there wasn't anything you needed. There was only what you felt called towards in any given day. It's, it's actually, it's like, you're very motivated. It's not that you don't want to do these things. It's that you're it's, there's an obligation behind it and everything feels heavy. Yes. What if there was no obligation because it didn't actually matter if you did them or not your chances of actually then doing them. Like, and I'll give an example last week in promoting my mastermind, I was trying to put together a live stream. These were going to be part of like a live event. And I just, I stared at the opt-in for days. I felt so heavy about it. It seemed like such a lot of organization and work. And I just had this moment where I was like, or you could not like, what if you just showed up with inspired content. And I'd never in, in the last week and a half, never created more content for something in my life. And none of it was because I needed to, whereas other launches, it's very calculated. It's like, well, I'll do one email and one post and then I'm good for the day. And I'd like force it out of obligation. Whereas there was no forcing, right? So it's the same thing for you. And it's just something that's going to shift for you over time. Um, and I often say, and it really applies to you. The only thing that we need to change is the belief that we need changing. Yes. There's nothing, there's nothing external to shift. There's nothing external to shift. And I talk about that all the time is just being in the moment. And that's, I think that's where my imposter syndrome comes from because I talk about it, but then I'm sitting here going through internal battles. Well, and that's, I mean, sometimes during coaching calls, I like write down what I'm saying to them. Cause I'm like, maybe I'll do that. Right, (laughs) But that's what makes you, that's what makes this work so embodied or will make it so embodied for you is because you're on the journey too. That's why it's so present for you. That's why like for you to just be in a hundred percent total self-acceptance and to be talking to someone that, you know, was so far on the other side, it would possibly be hard for you to resonate with them. Um, I have a little like assignment for you this week and beyond, but I really want you to show up as that other version of you. And I want you to share posts or stories or whatever that are a little more vulnerable and, and you make yourself vulnerable. You do like it, that none of this is to say that you don't do these things, but I feel like, like I used to think, oh, I make myself vulnerable because I share certain things, but it was all very calculated and Mm -hmm. curated, right? Like I'll, I'll share this vulnerable thing, but only from the place of having it all figured out and like, 
You know what I mean? As opposed to, and I'm not saying air out your dirty laundry or, you know, be a hot mess or Instagram or anything like that. That's also not good, but I want you to share more of this journey that you've personally been on of finding self-acceptance and then just see the response that you get, because it's when people can see themselves and their emotions in where you are and what you're talking about, what you're moving through, that they're going to be drawn to it. I know we think it's all about like being the expert and kind of sharing, you know, what you've learned with people. But the reality is actually that the thing that people are going to be most drawn to is that you're doing it. You're embodying the thing that you're talking to them about. You're in the work. And as a result, they're drawn to it. Right. And I think like, that's not to say we can't speak to people from a place of what we've learned in the past and things we've overcome, but you're always going to be evolving. And so like you're, I've been talking a lot on these calls. It always comes up in all of my calls about your way of being. And your way of being in your lashes, uh, lash world is going to be the way of being in this world that has things really, really work for you. And the only difference is that in the lash world, there wasn't anything you were telling yourself needed to change. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So honor the days when you want to put yourself, I mean, you are, you're like the blonde bombshell, like you rock it. And that's such an authentic part of who you are. And also like that was a big realization for me this year. I was like, some days, like, I, I just want it. Like, I like the introverted version of myself. I like being, you know, more, it was just, I had such a, there was so much guilt around indulging her because mm-hmm. I didn't think I should she should be doing this. I should be doing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm as the... opposed to like, I'm lying on the couch and I'm doing whatever. And I'm still incredible at what I do. And in fact, I'm better at it than I ever was before, because now I can help other people find this level of unconditional success in their businesses as well. And that's like, what a gift that is to give people over just giving them tools to get them started is, is great. But ultimately you want your clients to have unconditional love for themselves. Yes. Right. And if we, if we start attaching and we, we do, but if we attach these circumstances, how I was feeling, how I looked, you know, what I was wearing, all that kind of stuff with these results. Well, now we're not free at all in our businesses and in our lives because we only have permission to be one version of ourselves. And that's exhausting. And it requires you to keep a million plates in the air at all times. And it's going to have your income fluctuate based on how you're feeling about yourself at any given point in time. And it's unrealistic for us to assume that you know, we're always going to just get to feel like if I could just get myself to the place where I feel this way and stay there, but that's impossible, right? Life throws crazy curveballs. We want your income to be steady because it's your belief in yourself is based around how worthy and able you are to help people without condition. And just, it always comes back to everybody's your mirror. So when Amber is good enough for you, for yourself or for herself. Amber is good enough for other people. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Thanks girl. Thanks for your vulnerability. And I just have no doubt about where you're heading. It is who you really are. Now it's just about letting it. Oh, thank you. Letting it in. All right. All right. Mwah. See you later. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you got value from it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it on your Instagram stories and give the podcast a five-star review, which helps me to get this message out into the ears and the hearts of those who can benefit from it. And I'll see you guys next episode. Oh, 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 oh,